Hello, and welcome to yet another game, Games and Junk Game Club. I am your host, John Lucero, and joining me is one of my co-hosts, Vanessa Cahill. Hello. Happy to be here. And joining us for this fine episode is my co-host on another podcast we do, Michael Hughes. Michael, say hello to the people. That's me. Yeah, Michael is a co-host of mine on the Capes and Junk podcast, if you haven't listened to that, where we talk about comic book stuff. Um, very, very educatedly, as they say. Um, <laughs> but th- but today, we're not talking about comics, we're talking about video games. A specific one, Ghost Trick. Michael, you picked Ghost Trick. Why did you pick Ghost Trick? I thought we were playing ReCore again. I think I played the wrong game. <laughs> I mean, I'm always playing ReCore, but, <laughs> so we can't talk about it if we want to. Uh but no, no one needs to talk about that game. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Michael, why why Ghost Trick? Why are we playing this game? I don't remember how it got started because it's been kind of in the the community for a while now. I think maybe Vanessa was asking for like non spooky games at some point. Yeah. I, I was asking, um, yeah, you're basically, you play more video games than anyone I know. So I was like, if anybody <laughs> knows a game for me, it's definitely Michael. And then I never played it. So it was, I was happy to get the chance to play, to play it. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, um, this is my first time playing it. And as you said, Vanessa's, uh, Michael, how many, times, how many times have you played this game? This is probably four or five. Okay, so you really like this game. Yeah, this game is pretty good. Yes. Uh, so what is Ghost Trick? Ghost Trick is a adventure game. Um, with, uh, originally on the DS, uh, it is heavily stylized, heavily animated, and um, you're you are a spirit who can inhabit different objects in the in the world, and you use said objects to solve environmental puzzles and help prevent murders, and also solve your own murder, and before the end of the night. Um, is that a good enough description, guys? You think it's that? Uh, good. That was all off the top of the head. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, now, before we get into talking about our experience with the game, Michael, do you have a lab coat nearby? Uh, it's almost Halloween, so I was able to rent a child's large. Okay, so I, perfect. I can squeeze yeah. into it real quick. Yes, awesome. Uh, since Jason is not here to um, give read us the encyclopedia of Ghost Trick, I was hoping you could uh, give us some. Fun facts about the game. Give it a whirl. All right, Ghost Trick is, like John said, an adventure puzzle game. It was released on the DS in Japan in 2010, and then the rest of the world got it sometime in 2011. It was later ported to iOS and Android, and then this year, in 2023, it got an HD remaster on pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. It was developed and published by Capcom, directed, designed, and written by Shu Takumi, who also directed and wrote for a lot of the Ace Attorney trilogy. It's what he's best known for. Those games are also fantastic. Yeah, I played those for the first. I played the first one last year for the first time. Um, it's it's a cool. It's a cool game. So, two two is kind of weak. And then three is one of my favorite. Uh, probably my favorite visual novel. It's pretty damn good. Uh, it was composed by Masakazu Sugumi. Sugimori. I can read. I can read Japanese. <laughs> they also did the Ace Attorney series. They did Beautiful Joe, and they did the former game club game Murder Brown Numbers. Which is an excellent game that you guys should definitely play. Definitely. And John, I figured you'd like this. The remaster that came out this year actually uses the RE engine. I did know that. That is that is fun. The RE engine's incredible. 
they uh, they use it for all of their stuff now, which is very versatile. And uh, I I never I so I played the remastered version. Vanessa, did you play the remastered version? Is it the one on the Switch? Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Then yes. Yeah, is it uh is it no is it like noticeably improved, Michael, on the original version of the game? I have only seen videos. I ended up playing my old DS version for this. Uh, the animations look smoother. Like the, I mean, obviously all the sprites, models, whatever, are bigger, so they're a little more vibrant. So, uh, hard to say, but I would imagine, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better. It look good. It looks good. I'll say it does look it good. Does. Uh, this game took six years to complete. During pre-production, the game was known as internally as Ghost Spy, and tasked the players with observing the behavior of mysterious apartment tenants from the perspective of a disembodied spirit. Kind of reminds me of that game Beholder. You know that one? Where you play as the landlord and you kind of install cameras all over to watch your tenants? Oh, yeah. Is that an FMV game? Or is it no, 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 no. Uh, I think I'm thinking of a different game. That's so <laughs> creepy. Like... The premise of that game sounds so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a, you're working for the government and you're trying to find resistance people. Is that John, I think, you're, I think you're thinking a night trap. I am thinking a night trap, <laughs> which is a very similar concept. It is, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's a different game. Yes, yeah, a much different game. <laughs> Each character is fully modeled in cel shaded 3D and animated to invoke the drama of a stage play. Exaggerated poses, deliberate choreography, and fluid motion are used to express the character's individual individuality through movement. And then they did realize that the full 3D models weren't going to be uh, space convenient for the DS. So they did what they did for Donkey Kong Country and took the 3D models and rasterized them, which basically turned the 3D models into 2D sprites. And then that way they could preserve the quality of the animation while greatly reducing CPU CPU loading. So that's why everything looks so, so smooth is because they're actually like flat 3D models. I believe that they actually made them 3D in this new version of the game. They, oh, nice! Yeah, I think they, I think they're no longer rasterized, is what I saw. So. Oh yeah, I bet that looks a lot better than. <laughs> it, it the game looks great. That's uh, it's, it's pretty incredible. It was a, it was a handheld game at some point. Mm -hmm. The last but I have is Takumi always intended for Ghost Trick to have global appeal, unlike Ace Attorney, which was very Japanese, but they tried to bring it west you know the way they turned all the the japanese restaurants and stuff and the maya's got this weird fascination with burgers it's kind of like oh, yeah. how pokemon turns the oh the rice balls into jelly donuts or whatever but to avoid that in this one all the background artists avoid using text on buildings and objects and stuff and characters where we're trying to left culturally ambiguous so it could be played anywhere and you kind of get the feeling that you're you're at home. But I don't know about you guys. It felt like it was set somewhere in the US. Yeah, it feels it feels pretty American. I mean, it's very anime still. But mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the setting, yeah, definitely much pretty American overall. But I imagine wherever you play it, that's where you feel like it's set, which is pretty brilliant for them. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's all I got. That's that's my science. All right. Thank you, Michael. That was uh. That was wonderful. I've learned so yeah. much now. Yep. Uh, oh, I, I did have a fun fact. Uh, in the uh, Marvel's Capcom 3, you can play as um, Ace, uh, Phoenix Wright and uh, Maya 
and they have uh, Ghost Trick alternate costumes where one is Sissel and the other one is oh, yeah. Lynn. So, yeah, fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, All right. Oh, Dead Rising 4's got this mode where you play as a bunch of Capcom characters in costumes and one of them is Sissel. And you just kind of like use telekinesis to move objects around and hit zombies with it. Pretty cool. Is that is that that EX plus Alpha thing, or that on was that Dead Rising Three? Um, uh, I'm not sure. They did a they did a, a a DLC for that game that was a big a play on the Street Fighters naming conventions where they right. were, it was like, and uh, that also inspired a old segment on the old on the old Game Drunk podcast uh, that uh, where we listed all whatever bullshit Jason bought that week. <laughs> and, uh, awesome. It was it was usually the longest segment of the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> um so ghost trick vanessa first time playing what did you think overall i liked it i liked the story um this one i like having not really known or i guess knowing nothing about the game going into it i had to like as i was playing adjust my expectations because i as some of you know i'm not like a dialogue reader in most games usually jason and john are like oh you didn't you didn't talk to anybody no (laughs) (laughs) Um, this is one you 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 cannot avoid it. So I really enjoyed like the main. I think like I think um, Michael, you just made a really good point about it. Like as a I think called like a narrative game or like a a game novel or something. You you said it really well just now, and I love that part of it. I do think though sometimes it was a little bit too dialogue heavy, especially when you're trying to like actually do the ghost trick part. They talk so much, and you can't yep. really go past some of the points, and so that drove me crazy. <laughs> but overall, I really really enjoyed it. Yeah, they're always chomping at the bin to give you hits, hints about what to do next. Like, oh, we could uh, go possess that thing. And like, yeah, I kind of figured that out. Thanks. <laughs> right, like, I was going to get there. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of that kind of ties into my feeling, my feeling on the game. So I, I think it's I love the animation. It looks it all looks great. Uh, the story is good. It's it's wild. The story goes so many, so many, so many places by the end of it. It's uh, it's pretty nuts. But I think my my issue with the game is that I don't enjoy, I didn't enjoy actually playing most of the puzzles in the game. I'll be, I'll be honest. It's um, I, I, I if if it wasn't for the story and honestly maybe this podcast I might have fallen off of the game. Uh, just because everything takes forever in this game. Everything is like you said, Vanessa. Like they'll talk in the middle of puzzles for a long time, and then every and the animation is great, but it also is a lot. There's a lot of it, and it's uh. So even like simple things take a little longer just because they're it's so lovingly lovingly animated and I don't want to complain necessarily about that because uh, they did put a lot of work into it and it looks good but sometimes I just want the thing to happen and so I can move on to the next <laughs> thing especially because mm-hmm. the puzzles themselves aren't super complex I didn't I didn't think they were pretty they were pretty linear um, and I also wish that the puzzle I do wish the puzzles were a little more open ended based on the idea you can possess all these different things I wish there was a few more ways to solve puzzles. I thought that would have been more interesting, but I don't. I'm not. I don't hate the game. I I, I did enjoy my time. I did enjoy it, especially the end. Um, not because it was over. I just enjoyed it because it was a good ending. <laughs> um, and uh, but yeah, I I'll probably I feel like I'll probably be the most negative about this game on here. But it's still it is still good. It's still good. And uh, Michael, how'd you feel about it on playthrough number four or five or whatever it was? I almost didn't start it i'm like i i just played this last year i remember it pretty well i've beaten it a few times now i could probably just skate by with what i know about it without actually playing the game but i'm like i'll start it up i'll at least play a couple chapters and even though i knew all the story beats and where everything was going it still 
hooked me again and I ended up seeing it through to the end. Um, I agree with what you said, because a lot of the the puzzles towards the end, I don't want to say they're more complicated. I think there are more there are more steps into getting yeah, to where you like need to go. Get, I feel like they just get longer as opposed to. Yeah. Harder. And then it's just a matter of figuring out what order you need to move what objects into to get your your goal the the one in the uh the uh, damn the prime minister the the guy at the desk yeah the you prime, gotta get uh, him his pills yeah the minister grand minister <laughs> prime minister something, yeah, yeah. Yes, whatever he is yeah <laughs> yeah but you have the guy to in the uh, bad marriage <laughs> yeah right <laughs> He uh, he dies of a heart attack and you have to get him his uh, his heart pills. And that sequence of objects and interactions is always one that throws me off. I'm like, OK, now I need to drop this vase, but I need to drop this vase first and then drop the turn the globe a certain direction to spin it. It can. Uh, well, luckily, the game just lets you rewind as many times as you need to. But getting back to that point can be annoying. Yeah. I was happy. I was happy that the, the one thing in that part specifically they did at least like they didn't make you watch like the whole part of it again after like five times. They're just like, okay, we're just gonna take you to where he's starting the heart attack. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah they don't... get so far into the puzzle, it kind of gives you a checkpoint that you can rewind back to. Yeah, they don't um, make you reread dialogue very often, which is which is nice. Um, mm. And then because it has the because you uh, so the rewind mechanic in the game for those who haven't played it is you can rewind four minutes into the past of someone's before someone dies and you're basically just trying to prevent them from dying and to progress the story more or less because they're a part of the story mm-hmm. and so yeah and the rewind is unlimited which is which is which is nice it would have it would have probably been too frustrating if they had like limited you on how many times you could you could rewind or uh because some of the some of the things are like pretty time is pretty timing based, and if you miss it, you miss it. So yeah, start mm-hmm. over. So yeah, which uh, then that's another per- puzzle pet peeve. Pet peeve is when I know the solution and I like it's just like act doing the solution is is the difficult is the challenging part. Um, that can be a little annoying. Uh, Michael, do you have a, who's your yes. favorite who's your favorite character in this game? Probably Lynn. She's that uh, that hard-headed, she's doing what's right, she needs to solve this her own mystery by the end of the night, but I think it's more the complacency that she has each time she dies. I think she dies no fewer than five times throughout the game. Yeah, she just keeps bringing her back, but... She gets shot and drowned and and drowns and all all sorts of stuff. Crushed by a giant chicken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Love that, love that sentence out of context. Yeah, the de- the deaths in this game are pretty great. Mm-hmm. They're very. She gets game. she gets more and more brazen each time. She's like, oh, I guess it died again. <laughs> Vanessa, do you have a favorite character? Missile. It's got to be missile, right? <laughs> it's missile so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be missile. Everyone loves missile. Um, I saw the I saw a picture of the Pomeranian that was that missile was based on recently. Um, and he was also a dog is very cute in real life too. It turns out, of course yeah. he is. <laughs> yeah, he I think such a fan favorite. They brought him into the the remasters of the the Ace Attorney trilogy. Oh, is he? What is he? What is he in those games? Is he, is he just they, missile? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's. I think it's just a different Pomeranian named Missile. I don't think it's the same dog. Oh. But they they kind of shoehorn him into each case throughout the the series 
So he's got or, a, uh, a mascot. What? Yeah, once a game, I think. But he like offers hints or something. I can't remember how it works. I haven't actually got that far in those that version. Interesting. That's I guess he's just he's just that company's mascot now. That's fun. He's a uh, yeah, right. Uh, oh yeah, because he's in a uh, the Miles Edgeworth Investigations game. He I think he was in that before Ghost Trick, or maybe right at the same time. They just love Pomeranians over I guess. over there. <laughs> Uh, it's that it's that Capcom charm, you know. I love Capcom. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Vanessa, uh, Vanessa, uh, what was your least least favorite section of this game? Um, probably there's like a park scene later on, and it took me just forever. Mm-hmm. It's a long. And there's like not enough hints in the whole world to get me through that park scene, I guess. <laughs> and then I finally got it, but it took me forever. It took me just so long. It's like when a missile comes back and you can like start switching things. And then also just um, I was trying to play it too fast. And so it took me forever to realize the actual mechanics of switching between missile and uh, and Cecil, Cecil, yeah. missile and Cecil, <laughs> missile and Cecil, missile and Cecil, style. Yeah. yeah. And then also anytime that like um, detective like Kaba, how do you say his name? Cabanello? 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 Cabanello. Anytime he walked in, it's like, and his little dancing, I'm like, oh my god, dude. Move yeah. on. It just, yeah, he, it's, it's one of those things, he's definitely a good example of the animation is like, it's it's great, but, but come on. <laughs> Please hurry I know. up. Yeah. Right. And I really liked him as a character, but it's like, oh no, he's going to dance his oh, way up the stairs again right now. It's going to take yeah. five minutes. <laughs> I do love at the end when he dances in, Missile dances in with him. I do love, I did love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think mine was probably, um, and Michael and I, Michael mentioned it to me before I played um, about the, 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 the sort of stealth sequences in the prison. And mm-hmm. those, I think, I just feel like you're in that prison forever. <laughs> I just feel like yeah. you do it. It's, it's, a, it's a very long chapter or two. I feel like it's really like multiple chapters in there. Um, and you have that one, the one, who's the, who's the other dude with the weird head, the long head? That narrows it down. Prisoner sausage. Yeah, the guy that gets all the money at the end. Um, sausage head. Yeah. I don't like his head. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say it. I'm going to be mean. I don't like his head. It freaks me out. Yeah, it's a little uh, weird. Yeah. So yeah, you're doing, you have all that stuff going on. Wasn't my favorite. Yeah, you're trying to, as Sissel directs Detective Jowd, through this blackout prison without him getting spotted by the guards with night vision goggles on. It's it's a pain because you're not always sure where Jowd is going to stop. And sometimes it's not in the ideal place or where you're trying to get him to go. Surprisingly, I did not have a hard time with that one. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually incredibly surprised by your, based on your history with, with that kind of stuff in games. That's, yeah, I'm uh, terrible yeah. at stuff. Michael, did you ever listen to the podcast on um, what's that game that you live, John? It's honor. God, I just killed everybody. I couldn't get. I could not be stealthy to save my life. <laughs> I did like. It was like we did the exact opposite thing. I did like the. I did like the full stealth playthrough, and she murdered everyone. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody was murdered. <laughs> those are both acceptable ways to play those games. I love. I was. I, love I was Dishonored. trying to be stealthy though. I was trying so hard. You know, also, also, if you, didn't, if you didn't listen to the episode, you didn't find out the fact that Vanessa played Dishonored two accidentally before Dishonored one. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, thinking she had played Dishonored, she played it for a long time. Too. So long. Yeah, uh, we got to play that game eventually on here. Um, <laughs> I like two a whole lot. I haven't, I haven't played two, so, um, so I want to. Th- I do want to talk about 
the the story of this game in like more uh specific terms okay so a man a man uh gets killed by a meteor after failing failing a crime and becomes a a ghost man <laughs> and uh he tries to get oh, he tries to get revenge I'm trying to remember I'm trying to remember his whole thing Yomiel, Yamiel, Yamiel, Yamiel. I don't remember his, his whole like because he's trying to get, he's trying to ruin everyone else's life because his life got ruined, which is just a really dick move. Um, uh, yeah. And then your but your character was a cat who is also a spirit, um, and everyone else eventually becomes spirits. It feels like. <laughs> And you go, and eventually you go back in time to prevent this meteor, which turned everyone into spirits from happening. And also, your lamp friend that helped you was actually missile from the future. Was basically he's basically cable. If you've watched, if you guys are familiar with X Men, he's the cable of Ghost Trick. Um, is he has to he has to prevent the days of future past uh, from happening? Yeah, yeah he's from uh, the bad future. Yeah, and uh, I also love old ten year ten years older missile. He's is all a big beard dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved that. That might have been my favorite character art in the entire thing. Was ancient was a uh, sage missile. It's uh, a good reveal. Yeah, am I am I forgetting anything important <laughs> in this story? Um, the meteor suit, the interaction with the meteor site supercharges the ghost powers. Otherwise, oh, you're yes. just spirit. Yes, yeah, you're like. You can go further back in time, or right? No, oh no, you can just go further. <laughs> and uh, you, you got heavier powers. Yes, and they and also his bot the body is a so a key a key like Deus Ex Machina MacGuffin and this is that is that um, Yomio's body has has not aged in the ten years. It's been ten years, right? Since the and or yeah. five years, ten years, yeah. Um, since that happened, so they are able to use his body to travel back in time for, to four minutes before he dies, ten years in the past. <laughs> the, Wild, yeah. It's definitely one of those things where, like, as they're writing this game, I just want—I just wanted to be in—I would love to be in the meeting, the, the <laughs> writer's room for this game because it had to be in a blast. Just I like. I picture too, like um, you know that meme that from Always Sunny Philadelphia, where Charlie's got all the string behind him <laughs> yeah, and he's yes, in the mail yeah. room. That's why I picture this being like, okay, and then, and then. <laughs> I was, I'm, because uh, like at the end is like a really, it's a big exposition dump at the end of this game, more or less. There's not many mm-hmm. puzzles in the last couple chapters, uh, and it's just like it hits you with so much. It's like all this, and then oh by the way, this lamp is missile, <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, it's it, but it. it for how ridiculous it is, I think it really works like as a story. I think it's really it has a really satisfying conclusion um, where Sissel, Sissel gets to be a, a gets to just be a cat at the end who also still has powers. I think right, like he's actually still mm-hmm. a, still a spirit. Yeah. So yeah. Yamiel doesn't age because he still has the fragment of the meteor in his body the whole time. And mm-hmm. then when they change his fate to where he doesn't get that, it ricochets through. Jowd's leg, and then into Sissel, who was also in the park that day. Yes. So he doesn't age. He just stays a kitten. Perpetual kitten. (laughs) Yeah. Which is is fun. He's got his fun scarf also. Love his scarf. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then... And also, some of the characters sort of remember have, like, a very vague, like, deja vu-esque or memory-esque thing 
of what happened like lynn sort of remembers or mm-hmm. has yeah it's yeah. like the last line of the game where lynn yeah. says to sissel the cat we meet again sissel I'm like so does she remember what's happening yeah what it's, does she remember yeah and then uh we get a montage of everyone of everyone at the end too literally every character from the game gets a gets a scene um which is fun including including the the fucking the thief couple or the the couple oh um, yeah beauty and the the little guy and uh as they try and blow up uh get into a get into a safe that one that's a fun fun little bit uh yeah it's there's there's a whole side plot of like basically terrorists from another country that are trying to get the the meteor fragment because they know about yamiel's powers and they want it for themselves it's a whole thing yeah, it's a lot. There, it's for a game that starts out with you, you die, your character is quote unquote dying and being able to possess things. That's like the most straightforward part of the game is that you're you're a ghost that can possess objects. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So that's yeah. Also, and all the character, even though the past gets changed, all the characters end up like running into each other more or less still. So mm-hmm. even Lynn, who isn't adopted, right? Because she uh, at the end uh, at the, when that happens. She's not adopted. Or... No, I don't think she was ever adopted. She just kind of. All right. So you got to explain that. <laughs> Yamiel escapes. I love this. I love this. <laughs> Yamiel escapes police custody, goes through this park, and there's a little girl there playing, and he takes her as a hostage, and that is Lynn. So then Jal saves her, and that's why she decides to become a detective, and that still happens in the new timeline. <laughs> Time travel is weird. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and you, you, as you're listening to this, if you haven't played this game, you're like, what the? What, you're just and you're just completely lost. Just know that if you do play the game, it's actually pretty clear, <laughs> you know, just... because they yeah. because there's a lot of dialogue that explains a lot of everything, and also everything everything important is highlighted in red. Also, so you know, you've always got that looking out for you. So yeah, uh. Vanessa, did you end up liking the story as much as I did? I did. I thought it was um, it was really cute. I think also like I really liked it. Like my, one of my favorite things that kept happening is anytime someone dies and they're like, "Oh, like what's going on?" He's like, "Okay, let me go ahead and explain." Like I, I think I think the dialogue was really cute, especially when people died, and also when Cecil would try to think something. He's like, "Oh yeah, you can always hear me." <laughs> Very yeah, cute. I and I loved. Um... When uh, Sissel, when you find out Sissel's not Sissel or not not Yomio, and then he becomes just the spirit with glasses, mm. <laughs> so you know it's his spirit because every other every other spirit is just a little blue dot, like a classic like um, Dragon Ball esque blue blue spirit, and um, he's got glasses though, so you know it's him. He's he's, yeah. he, he's so confused. All right, so we're going back again. <laughs> <laughs> so Yomio possesses Lynn to shoot him on camera so it looks like she's a murderer and it'll ruin her life because he's trying to ruin everyone's lives. She fights back, shoots the cat in the carrier he's holding, so that's how Sissel dies. And then Sissel comes back as a spirit, but you lose all your memories, so he just sees this body of of Yum Yell, so he assumes that's him. And then he's wondering why the whole game, why everyone gets their memory back so quick and he can't remember anything. It's because he thinks he's the wrong person. <laughs> which sure okay sure <laughs> it's uh yeah it's it's wild um 
yeah so that's i think that's the plot guys right yeah that's uh we we did it we did that yeah well, there's uh, the side story about how yamiel screws up camilla's birthday surprise and shoots oh her my mother. god that is so oh messed god, up. that's devastating oh it's so horrible like yeah he like he gets her to kill his own to kill her own kill her mom <laughs> like he mm-hmm. like which in like on her birthday like her mom's birthday uh like camilla makes makes these rube goldberg devices um because she's because she's a weird um and it's supposed to just like pull up like reveal the cake and like shoot confetti and stuff at the mom uh but yummy all made it to where is that the confetti shoots bullets at the mom <laughs> and uh and she dies in front of in front of uh camille camille right yeah yeah oh, Camilla, sorry, Camilla. Uh, and then that's her dad, Jowd, takes the fall for that. So she, and he ends so up in prison. So loses both parents. Yeah, loses both parents on the same night uh, just because Yamiel is kind of a dick. It's a, uh, or, um, and then, but, and even, and even after all that, Yamiel still gets kind of a happy ending. It's just, I mean, he does help save the day, sort of. Uh, it's crushed under the the guardian the park guardian that yeah, thing is so dangerous <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, there's a lot of things that just fall on people in these in this world they really need to like secu- have like some better like laws around securing mm-hmm. stuff yeah it kills camilla it kills the the weirdo in the park that's trying to, to save everything the park and then it crushes yum yo yeah the deaths are pretty brutal like even though there's no blood or anything the deaths are all pretty brutal and it is like they're it's just like a cartoon, so it looks. It just <laughs> they can mm-hmm. get away with it. Uh, like I mean, you, one of the first things you do is drop a um, a wrecking ball on top of a, a hitman. <laughs> but, it's, but it's he, nice. It's nice that all the hitmen are blue, though, so you don't really feel bad for them. Yeah, they're all they're all different. <laughs> <So> <laughs> they also have really fun names. Uh, nearsighted, nearsighted Jigo. Is that the first guy? Yeah. <laughs> and then who's the who's the sniper guy in the next? The, one step ahead, yeah, Tango, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Trying to get more money out of their boss even before he's done the the, the job. Yeah, that, that that conversation was really funny. He's uh, yeah, that that stuff was all pretty good. Um, Vanessa, what do you think of the music? You see, you're uh, our big, you're our big video game music head. On, on, I know people people think that Jason's the mastermind yeah. behind the music. Um, I thought it was fine, but like, but that's like. I don't pay a lot of attention to music, and oftentimes I play it on silent. <laughs> so I'm a really terrible person to ask about music. <laughs> I think the music's also. I thought it was also decent. Um, the 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 there's a constant. There's one constant track that plays through most of the game, and it's it's solid. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like the main theme. Yeah, the main the main theme is solid, but um, nothing I would. I mean, I'm, I'm also not a video game music person that like listens to uh, listens to it outside of games for the most part. That's very rare instances where i do that but uh even like uh it i think sometimes it was a little like repetitive a little too repetitive um but i think that also just highlights the fact that it was a handheld game yeah Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of tracks yeah it's uh it's totally fine seemed like that's how jason felt about it too i asked him if he'd listen to the soundtrack and he didn't seem too impressed either yeah uh they definitely put most of their money into the animation um, I'm trying to think if I have any like if I have, like a favorite animation moment in the game. There's a lot of great ones. Um, I didn't I I didn't love the the robot 
uh, henchman guy that would spank the the he panel, had the panel the machine panel every time. It just like it was it, there was something there was some, something uncomfortably erotic about it. You know, guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't I don't know if I have a. It's all really good. I do I did I did like Cavanella's entrance, like his his initial entrance before he did mm-hmm. it all the time. When he before he started dancing like, constantly. Yeah, but when he dances in and then. Dances down the steps. Like, that's really that's impressive that you were able to animate all that on a staircase. It's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Bailey's worry dance. The uh, yes, the guard I for love the, the prison. Dance. Oh yes, <laughs> passed down through his family. That's what they do when they're worried. <laughs> yeah, oh, and then he's so he, funny. And he tries to teach him the dance. Teach him the dance at the end. <laughs> and the other guy's just not having it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those you, two characters yeah. are actually some of my favorites too. I really enjoyed them. Yeah, they were good. You, you, I love that you get closure for even those two, those two idiots. No, no. They are idiots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess I guess it's kind of ghost trick, guys. Um, we'll start with we'll start with uh, you, Michael. Since you love, since you're the definitely the person who loves this game so much. Would you uh, final thoughts on this plus playthrough, and would you recommend it to people? Oh no, this game's terrible. Like I just wanted to make <laughs> you guys play this joke. No, I love this game. Like, you know that I'm not a story guy when it comes to games. I'm yeah, basically like Vanessa, <laughs> where I'm going to run past everyone to get to the next check mark to, to progress the whatever so I can get to the gameplay. But this one, the story definitely got its hooks in me early because I'm all about murder mysteries, basically. And even yeah. if when you're solving your own murder, that's that's pretty cool. There's another game, Murdered Soul Suspect, where you're basically. It's the same plot. You're playing as a ghost trying to solve your own mystery. Uh, but yeah, the the fact that the story alone was enough to carry me and the puzzles are it's a unique system. I don't I can't think of anything else like it. The closest I can is uh, there's a game on Genesis called Haunting where you're trying to scare this family out of their house. But. Uh, damn, I was going somewhere and I forget what it was. Story's good. Game's good. Uh, you you <laughs> <Yeah>. should play it. <laughs> you have it. You have it there, folks. Michael says, "Game good." Game good. <laughs> yeah. Vanessa, give give us your final thoughts and whether you recommend it or not. Recommend it. I also thought it was like um. It's I personally would recommend it on the Switch, as I recommend all things. But what I really like about this one. Yeah. Thank you. I, I love the switch so much. I never stop talking about it. But um, especially because you can you can just you can like touch the dialogue and just move it forward, which I really enjoyed. So I could be like eating a snack, and there's so much dialogue. I could be like, you know, eating my snack and just like tapping it with my finger. <laughs> it's like reading a book. It is like reading a book. Yes, yeah, so this is a great snatching game. Um, I would recommend <laughs> it though. I thought I thought the dialogue was really fun and clever. Um, I would just make sure people go into this game knowing that they're not going to have a, like a fast paced action experience. Um, and I think that would like as long as you know your expectations, I think you'll enjoy this game. Yeah, there you have it, folks. It's a great game to snack to. It's, uh, uh... That, rem- that reminded me where I was going. Uh, I was saying that the puzzle mechanics are unique, but they really just serve as a system to get you from one story beat to the next. Otherwise, it'd just be a visual novel. Yeah. So for me, um, I wish it was. I wish it honestly was just a, vis- a visual novel because uh, that's because uh, the puzzles are. It feels like we have to have some sort of gameplay mechanic, and uh, and <laughs> it's like conceptually really cool, like you know, possessing things and then trying to solve a puzzle based just using inanimate objects is is cool. But uh, I think if they 
you know, given a little few more options, it would have been better. Um, for, so yeah, for me, uh, I think Vanessa summed it well. And like, you if you if you go in knowing this game is is definitely like slower paced, uh, and that does, and that doesn't bother you at all, then yeah, give it a shot. If you especially if you like visual novels, I think you, I think you have to I think you have to like visual novels first of all to like this game because there is a lot of writing in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes superfluous writing that you probably didn't need to add, but but uh, it does. It <laughs> at least it at least has flavor to it. Even the useless dialogue has some flavor to it, and some some, mm-hmm. some heart and character behind it. So that that at least makes it makes it okay. Makes me think of that side character, Memory, the the detective that's working undercover at the chicken kitchen that has a crush <laughs> on the bartender. Yeah, it's like yeah, none of that need to be there, but it, it's nice flavor. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun stuff, and I, I think I would again. I think I would have liked it more if I wasn't if I, if the puzzles if the, if the puzzles didn't get in the way of this game. Uh, <laughs> uh, because I do, I did like all that stuff. Ever like it was, I don't, I don't mind giving character to the the, the random side characters. Uh, I think just as a total package, it just kind of dra- dragged at points for me. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. It's you can tell you can tell they loved making this game, um, and again, it's, it is Vanessa's right. It's a great Switch game. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't try there. I think they added a puzzle, a mode where you can play all of the puzzles, or maybe some new puzzles on the remastered version. If you want to do that, if you do end up liking the puzzles, um, I did not know about that. Yeah, they, there's some there's some additional content on the remaster, uh, mm-hmm. including um, achievements, basically. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the, the challenges that you, that you unlock from be, from basically just doing the chapters, basically. Uh, so yeah, they, there is there's a little extra in the remaster. Um, I love there's so many side characters. Like we touch on a whole bunch, and there's still a whole bunch that we didn't even mention. Yeah, there's the junkyard doctor guy. The, yeah, the pigeon guy. Yeah, the pigeon pigeon, pigeon guy. <laughs> the, the rock and roll pigeon man, or the then the rock and gold roll guy. Have an Ellis Bliss that doesn't wear shoes and just is constantly twitching his legs under his desk. Yeah, that I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I hated that guy's feet. <laughs> it's the uh, the uh, the lady in the lady in the park and the the hippie lady. Um, the lady in the red apartment. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's yeah. funny. I was a funny scene too when she gets Sweeney to trap her in the chandelier. That's pretty cute. <laughs> I appreciated that. Ah, it's so good. Yeah. Um. Also, her hair is a rose, which is really is ridiculous. But, uh, oh, yeah, it pops open yeah. when she like, yeah. yells at her husband in that one scene. Yeah. It's cute. This yeah. game is really, really, it's a really cute game. Great, great hair in this game. I'll say that for sure. Great yes. hair throughout <laughs> this game. <laughs> they, it was something else I read is they wanted each character to have a distinct look to them. So you would just, you would mention someone with red hair or a white lap coat. Like, you didn't necessarily need to remember their names. Like, their personality stood out through how they looked. Yeah, incredibly distinct character designs and silhouettes too. Like you could, every everyone's immediately recognizable. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, great, good point, great point. Yes, the animation again, again, I highlight the animation and art, fantastic in this game. Uh, so yeah, I think that's gonna pretty much do it for the for this guys. Uh, good pick, Michael. I know, I, I know, I was uh, uh, maybe a little negative about it, but I did, I did enjoy playing through it overall. Uh, Better than Recore. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Better than Recore, Ghost Trick. Better than Recore. Um, so, if you enjoyed this, we will uh, we'll be back again next month. 
um, with a uh, a horror themed game of some kind. We have not we have not settled on. We we thought we had, but due to uh, some release date tomfoolery, we actually will have to switch uh, to a different a different choice. Um, if you like if you like Michael Hughes over here, you can listen to both of us talk about comic books on Capes and Junk, a bi-weekly podcast we, we started recently. Um, when you're hearing this, I believe our episode on, on uh, Exiles will be out. Uh, really looking forward to that one. And uh, if you like Vanessa, you can listen to both of us on Multimedia Failure, a show where we rank all video game movies against each other arbitrarily, and it's a nightmare. It um, is. Yeah. Confirmed. <laughs> still, shocked, still shocked she agreed to do it all these years ago. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> still regretting my decision all these years later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, if you you can get all those podcasts on all the podcast sources and our website gamethejunk.net. And if you do listen to them on the podcast sources, please rate and review them. Uh, that that makes them more visible to people when they get good reviews. Um, so would love that. As long as the five star review, otherwise, don't even bother. <laughs> so that's. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, guys, I think that's a podcast. Um, join the Discord. Come yes, come join our yes, join our join our Discord. It's uh, it's a good time. Um, a good time. Michael's essentially the Discord admin at this point, and uh, he does he does a great job over there. Uh, try, yeah. So uh, until until next time, guys. Later. Bye bye. Adios.